Good morning, KSL News Time is 6 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. For the second straight day, a Utah lawmaker is proposing a nearly billion-dollar bill to help fund a new pro sports stadium. This time, it's to help fund a new home for a potential NHL team. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with details, Adam. Amanda, Senator Dan McKay has introduced a bill that would put a billion taxpayer dollars on the table to help build a new hockey stadium just one day after another lawmaker unveiled a $900 million proposal to help fund a new MLB stadium. Under this new bill, the main source of funding for the new hockey stadium would be an increase in sales tax in Salt Lake City from 7.75 to 8.25%. McKay tells the Salt Lake Tribune they project that tax hike will generate a billion dollars in revenue over 30 years. Now, that money can also be used to help uh, boost infrastructure and other amenities around the stadium site. It is important to know that this bill is also brand new, has yet to be heard by a committee, and we are just... Uh, eight days from the final day of the general legislative session, so the clock is ticking for this legislation as well. Reporting live, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Mixed reaction this morning after a Utah Senate committee advanced a bill that would regulate college athletes' NIL contracts and keep them secret. The Utah Senate Education Committee advanced the state's first attempt to regulate NIL and would shield those signed agreements from the public. Senator Mike McKell, Republican representing Spanish Fork, tells the Deseret News he doesn't like the lack of transparency and says he won't support it on a final vote. Senate Minority Whip Democrat Kathleen Reby says she would give it less than stellar support if the Utah bill isn't the most aggressive one in the country. About 30 states have passed NIL bills. KSL News Radio's Mark Jackson reports if the bill is passed, it would go into effect in May. Utah wants a bigger seat at the table for negotiating Colorado River water rights. Leaders in the legislature say the way to do it is by giving one person the power to represent our state. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston is live with more. Peter? Amanda, you may remember this proposal in recent years. To save the Great Salt Lake, let's desalinate Pacific Ocean water and pump it to Utah. President Stuart Adams says people laughed back then, but... It's changed the game of Colorado River water rights. Nevada's stolen our idea. And what Nevada's doing right now is they're actually trading water with California, Colorado River water. Adam says Utah's behind the eight ball because we don't have a clear enough negotiating plan with states like Nevada and California. His proposed solution is to create a negotiator role called a water agent and a water commission to boot. Now, conservation groups do say this is dictatorial, according to the Desra News, but Adam's says it's about giving Utah a bigger seat at the negotiating table. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. Texas is taking more action along the U.S. border as President Biden tries to decide how to handle the border crisis. ABC's Lionel Moise has more. The state's attorney general is now suing the Catholic nonprofit Annunciation House, which shelters migrants in El Paso, accusing the organization of human smuggling. Annunciation House says it's helped hundreds of thousands of refugees over the last four decades, saying if the work that Annunciation House conducts is illegal, so too is the work of our local hospitals, schools and food banks. A White House official confirmed the president is looking at taking executive action to place new restrictions on asylum seekers. The American Cancer Society says the number of people under the age of 55 who died from colon cancer doubled between 1995 and 2019. Intermountain Health Medical Director of Gastroenterology and Digestive Health, Dr. Nathan Merriman, says there are things people can do to try and prevent colon cancer. So the recommendations are don't smoke, smoking is awful, eat more vegetables, 
eat less red meats, don't ever eat hot dogs. I don't know that anyone really knows what's in them. Stay active, uh, eat a good amount of fiber, and stay hydrated to really help with circulation and to keep the bowel movements regular. But Dr. Merriman says the number one thing people can do is to get a colonoscopy. If the screening comes back positive for precancerous polyps, he says make sure you tell your immediate family members. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. More teenage boys in North America are getting hospitalized for eating disorders. KSL News Radio's Alexandria Bonilla reports. A Canadian study found that hospitalization rates from eating disorders increased 139% over the past 20 years. The same study shows that it's increased by 416% for boys 12 to 14 years old. Health experts say some of the increase is because more people are recognizing the signs of eating disorders in younger boys. Oftentimes, they don't have a desire to be thinner, but bigger. Societal pressure and social media have younger boys thinking they need to be buffer or leaner. Experts say some signs of a possible eating disorder include obsessive exercise and extreme dietary restrictions. First look traffic, and here's Andy Farnsworth. Traffic on I-15 so far this morning, not seeing any big delays. We do have an I-80 crash in the uh, Jeremy Ranch area heading towards Park City. And a lot of backups along 12th Street in Ogden near the railroad tracks trying to go between Wall and the freeway. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. The University of Utah is part of a growing list of colleges that no longer require SAT or ACT tests for admission. KSL News Radio's Heather Peterson explains. The U's Board of Trustees decided this week to extend its test-optional policy indefinitely. They say it's been working well since they've gone this route, academic performance hasn't dropped off, and the applicant pool has grown. This is part of a national trend with more and more universities dropping their testing requirements. More than 2,000 colleges have gone uh, test-optional nationwide, including 18 here in Utah. Yale University is now the second Ivy League university to require standardized test scores for admission. University officials say the shift to test-optional policies may have harmed students from lower-income families whose test scores could be make or break for their education. A reptilian fossil that was discovered in 1931 was ruled a fake. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live with the story. Michael? Yeah, sorry about that, Tim. So, turns out this fossil is 280 million years old, but when scientists took the time to really look into it, it just happened to be a bunch of bones inside a carved rock covered with what's called animal charcoal, which gave it this really preserved-looking look. So, unfortunately, the fossil is a fake, but scientists are now able to study the rock and see what that has to tell about the Earth all that time ago. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. 